Bucky and BK getting us kicked off on the morning, man. That's uh, that's how Texas Sports Unfilters rolls, man. Welcome to Chaos Theory, man. As the chaos hasn't been started already, I guess we'll just fill in with some more chaos. I'm Adam Wagner. You can call me Wags. You guys know that. I can be found on Twitter at NotToFakeWags. And my guy, Rodney Rodriguez, double R, can be found on Twitter at the Rodney R and on the gram at the underscore, underscore, underscore Rodney Sorry. R. And then I'm there at the Wagner Wire. Anyways, let's everybody have a good weekend. Put a one in the chat right now if you had a good weekend. Put a two in the chat if you had a fantastic weekend. Put a one, two, three if you're just happy to see us. Let's go, baby. It's good, good, good weekend, man. I got to tell you, dude, that, um, I mean, lots to talk about. Obviously, Cowboys, Pat Mahomes, and all that good stuff. Look at you with your fucking sweatshirt on. Dude, got to, man. Got to represent. Got to. But you know what? I did it too, man. I wore, I wore a little bit of that cowboy blue. Dude, I wear this even even when we lose. You know, I, I'm one of those dudes, man. I don't care. Thick or thin. I mean, Astros. I mean, I don't care, man. I, I, I'm n- I always stick with ride my die. You're ride or die, man. You goddamn right. Oh, sorry. Uh, sorry. Oh, you, you yeah, that's the one. That's I do not take the Lord's name in vain. Sorry about that. that that's I, try to be, I try to be a good Episcopalian young man. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Wax, what would you think of that? Um, that first, that early window of games yesterday, dude, that was some good stuff. That was some high, high time I, drama right there in the national I football all, I league. Thought the entire slate was pretty damn good, but yeah, it it, was. you know, the, the first, the nooners were exceptional, man. Um, afternoon delight, fantastic, but the nooners, the nooners were top notch, dude. What was your favorite game out of the slate? Well, Cowboys. Uh, well, I mean, know. okay, that's the prime time. What was your favorite game of the nooners? Uh, I, th- man, that Rams Baltimore game was really good. That Rams Baltimore game, man, that was, and and I didn't expect that, man. But, is that uh, the best ending? Is that the best ending that you've seen in the NFL in a while? Yeah, man, I, I gotta say, dude, that uh, that that was some really good shit right there. And for that, for that to be a backup punt return, yeah, Wallace. That's what I said. Wallace <laughs> doesn't even. It's Duvernay's spot. I, I know, I know, and and I mean the the Tampa Bay game. I mean Baker Mayfield. I, I mean, geez, Louise. I, I tell you, it's um, it really. But yeah, yeah, that that for that dude to score that that punt return there in overtime. I mean that that was good shit, man. That was that was hardcore. That was the Rams. That was down and dirty Rams, man. Matt Stafford, you know, just just when you start to think with that dude, where it's like, yeah, maybe whatever. He, pulls, like he does something like that. Joe Rodney, like I feel like he's been banged up a little bit, or yeah. his arm hasn't been able, or I mean, hell, his 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 favorite weapon's been taken away from him, right? Cooper Cup, they haven't really been able to to get in sync, even though whenever Cup's on the field, it looks like they haven't lost a beat, right? Um, yeah, yeah. But but I mean, Nakua, holy sh- like Nakua's catch uh, yesterday in that in that Rams Ravens game, man, where he had to lay out stretch board, right? It was right next to Cup. As a matter of fact, I thought I thought Stafford was actually trying to get Cup. And yeah. he underthrew it until I saw Nakua run into the uh, run into the camera, man, run into the shot. And then he laid out, stretched all the way out for it, man, Superman style. I was I, taken back. I was just like, holy shit, the Ravens are going to lose this game, man. Um, yeah. I didn't do too bad yesterday, though, man. I did pretty well on the slate. I think I, uh, I, think I only dropped three games. I got to go back and look at the slate. But I, I think, well, if you think about it, that's kind of considering, you know, we had three or we got two games tonight. And only three games off of that slate, I yeah. didn't really do as well as I thought I did. Now that I'm actually putting it all together. But anyways, man, did you put any money down on anything? Or oh, no, absolutely. Kind of no, no, absolutely not, man. But when 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 the Ravens went three and out, I'm like, oh man, there, here we go. But um, I tell you the other thing that, that I really took that that I really took out of that uh, that early set, man. Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, Desmond Ritter. Those fucking dudes look like NFL now, quarterbacks. Hold on, man. Uh, now, now, did they just have one hell of a week? Or, I mean, hey, I, before I we give know, them man. the roses, I think they, they got to do this consistently. Um, time. I totally Come, agree. Dak, Dak Prescott gets no, so no. much damn criticism if he's not perfect. So we're going to give these guys their roses already? Come on. And, I'm again, I'm a Giants fan, right? And I'm sitting here, play, you know, advocating for Dak Prescott, right? Yeah. That that go, that should go to show you how well Dak Prescott has been playing this year. Um, yeah. Now, uh, granted, last year from this year is completely different. And also, by the way, remove Kellen Moore out of the equation, insert him into one Justin Herbert, and I don't, mm. I'm not saying that that Herbert was broken by um, by Kellen Moore, the pizza man. But yeah, there's a damn good chance. I mean, he was he had awful 
coordinators before then. Um, yeah, but yeah. there's a damn no. good chance that Kellen Moore is having a bad effect with the Chargers as well. I mean, the the production of Justin Herbert just seems to go down. Now, I don't know if that's a tribute to the offensive line or if it's the play calling schematics, but it's bad. Well, it's bad. That, was, how that, is everybody doing, man? The only thing tighter, the only thing tighter than that game was Wags's ninth grade basketball jersey. This guy. No one knows. We're like, start talking relevant stuff. And by the way, it's because I was fucking jacked. And <laughs> it was polyester. Old polyester. Yeah, you, you, got, you can't say that stuff if you don't have a pick. You got to flash a pick of that if you're going to do that. <laughs> Dave, Dave old is school. like the asshole behind the scenes that just gives away all my stuff. And I'm the, the news is out on Dave, by the way. He tries to break my characters and get me off track so I can't talk about sports. But I'm actually in the zone today, Dave. You're fucked. <laughs> Hey, What's up, did, you, did you see in the um, in the um, in the Tampa Bay Tampa Bay Atlanta game, dude? Did you see before that started where Bill Goldberg? Remember Bill Goldberg? Yeah, dude, who was, the, who was the Bucks fan that came out there and, and laid one down, man? And it didn't look like a real spear either. And you could see when when Goldberg tackled his ass, he's like, "You okay?" You know yeah, I mean? yeah. That that had to be a plant, man. Oh, that, for that sure. had to be. That had to be a plant right there, man. I've gone back and watched some of those old wrestling documentaries where they, yeah, that's they not hire a fan. That's not a real fan, dude. Oh, like I know. The way, the way that they fell, he even did a break fall. I mean, that was that was probably a wrestler in the minor league circuit of Georgia. Yeah, yeah, it, it had to have been. It or, had to or, have wait, been. Wait, where, where were they at? Tampa in Florida? Were they in Florida? No, they were in Atlanta. They were in Atlanta. Okay, then, it was, yeah. Yeah, it was, then it was Georgia. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you, I'll tell you who was a horrible uh, early window for. On a lot of different reasons, is the Houston Texans. Uh, number one, there was their opportunity right there to make some strides because Jacksonville lost with a limped up uh, Trevor Lawrence. Did you see him running? That dude's run. He takes off running, and I'm like, uh, okay. Um, I don't know. I don't know what they put into his body because I swear to God. And correct me if I'm wrong, Chat. Correct me if I'm wrong. I swear I saw a report that Trevor Lawrence was going to be out for four weeks. Three to four weeks. I swear, we, I saw a we, report on. We Thursday. reported that last week, and then that—that's why when you and when you and Smash were on yesterday, I was sitting there drinking that olive, drink, drinking that Coors Light, that Coors. Well, I'm talking I was about. Sitting, I was sitting there watching that, and I see that dude out there, you know, bounding out on the field. And then next thing I know, they're like, "It's official. Trevor Lawrence is going to go." And it's like, Ooh. dude, put up thirty-five points it's in crazy. fantasy. I know. I know. I mean, now he threw three lost. picks, and I told you, like, I knew he was going to throw some, uh, throw some to Cleveland there. Uh, yeah. Or wait, who the hell did they play? Yeah, Joe Flacco and the Cleveland yeah, Browns. Yeah, Cleveland Brown. Yeah. yeah. Um. And by the way, how good does Joe? I, I mean, I'm impressed with Joe Flacco because he's been able to come out of, you know, his mama's sofa or whatever, the mom's basement or whatnot, and then come out there and just throw 40 yard strikes. I, I mean, the one to Njoku. The first one to Njoko uh, was kind of like a, a busted play. I think it was only like a 20-yard strike. But still, man, it was a lot of yak for uh, for Njoko. But still, I mean, you got to be impressed with Joe Flacco's play for the Cleveland Browns, man. We were worried to see if they'd have any type of uh, stability there at the quarterback position to get them into the playoffs. It looks like they might actually sail into this thing. And, you know, Flacco, Flacco looks just like he did in the mid to late 2000s. Same style. Get out of here. Slow pocket passer, uh, game manager, elite, elite arm strength, though, Mike, dude. Uh, elite, elite arm, arm strength, strength. No, nothing has changed, but uh, there you go, right there, man. That, that's a good story to see him come out. And you're right, man, Cleveland, right, right in the thick of that, right there, because that division has kind of gone to shit right now. And it's like, okay, who, who's going to who's going to come out of that right there? But it, uh, yeah, that's well, like it's still it's the Ravens' divisions. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I. I want to say the Steelers are done, um, but they're still in the hunt. I mean, they're still like they're still in the wild card race. That's what's so crazy, man. There's so much parity in the AFC right now. Um, yeah. Seven and you know seven and, and six teams rather, and then eight and five teams. Uh, actually, I got to go into the standings here and break this down yeah. just a little well, bit here. You're right. I mean, the AFC you've got a cluster right there. I mean, Miami and, and still again, Miami. Miami is unproven, in my opinion. I mean, they've beat a lot of bad teams, just like these guys. But I guess they, the team they beat last night didn't look that good either. So maybe they still haven't beat a good team. But 
the the NFC is where it's at. And I mean, and, and when you look at the NFC right now, I really think it is three because Detroit is is totally like a like a rock in a in a fish tank, man. They are just steadily going down. <clears throat> so I think you've got yeah, three. Yeah, you think do you think they write the ship though? You think Detroit gets back on it? I tell you what, I'm looking forward to December the I'm looking forward to de- December 30th, uh, 1923 for a couple of reasons because that's when Detroit takes on Dallas on I guess that's a Sunday night or a Sunday night game and then of course 1923 yeah because that's what Jerry Jones said because that's when <laughs> when Jimmy Johnson's going in to the Ring of Honor Jimmy you are going on December 20 1923 or, or 2023 2023 but but Jerry said on December <laughs> okay, 30, I got 1923 and Jimmy Jimmy Johnson like I, I, I hope you mean 2023. It's like, Jimmy, settle down, dude. The, dude. the dude's a little snockered right now. Just just give him a little break. You know, his face, it's hard. You know, he can't stretch his face. Had, I didn't I didn't see the clip, but you had me messed up with it. So that he, yeah, I, that's, I thought you were really saying 1920 there. Like, Ronnie, my guy, we were, yeah. we were way past it. Yeah. We were way yeah. past it. They got him um, Did I see the GTA 6 news? I didn't. All right. So, Jake, you got to fill me in here, man. You might have to type a little thing. If you got a link, post the link in here and we'll try and pull it up. Um, what else we got here? We didn't say hello to everybody, my guy. Um, by the way, if you're listening to us mobile, hit us up on that Coda text line, 512-222-9328. You guys are already getting busy and popping here in this uh, YouTube chat channel. We love that, man. Um, that's how we get you to respond, man. We hit you with the ones and twos. I don't have to do it anymore. Rodney doesn't have to do it. We're not producing anymore, but you guys are producers. So we make you do the one and twos with just your keyboard there. Keyboard yeah. gangsters, get at them. What's up, Wags and Double R, Longhorn Bear right there. Hey, Jake, what's going on there? Sal, our guy from Gotham. What's good, dude? Eddie G in the in the boys. What's good? Uh, Double D, Jake, we've already said hello and let us gingerly touch our tips, our gentlemen and gentle ladies, whoever is there. Um, let's talk a little sports. We can get some video games in as well. Um, I don't know. We, we can go all over the place, man. It's Monday, man. What are you getting? Hey, that's also, I'd love to talk about, like, the best bowls. Uh, we used, I used to hear BK and Trey do that stuff all the time. They'd talk about the bowls and some of the best prizes and, and giveaways that you would get if you were going to a bowl game. It, obviously, if you're not in the college football playoff. But still, uh, we'd like to break that down. We got to talk about the Heisman. Did the Heisman Trophy winner get? Was it was it awarded to the right candidate? We'll have to break that down. Did Jaden Did Jaden Daniels get his roses like um like he should have? Or obviously, we all know what happened. But we just got to give you our little breakdown and synopsis of it. Um, and the uh, the big bag. Um, the big story for baseball is seven hundred million. Um. Never seen anything like it. We'll touch on Shohei Itani as well, man. But also, we want to hear your thoughts from you, uh, what you guys did on the weekend. And we'll uh, we'll get some stories going around from the interwebs as well. And have some fun on this Monday, man. Thank you guys yeah. for joining Chaos Theory. We appreciate it. Yeah. And 20 minutes into the show, we finally get our introduction out. Yeah, there it is. There it <laughs> so, is. But, hey, where I was going with that, <clears throat> with that whole thing about, um, I mean, Houston, uh, what a bad day. I mean, you lose when, if you win that game against the Jets, um, when everybody else loses, the Jags lose, the Colts lose. I mean, there's your opportunity right there to to really kind of put your foot down there in the AFC South or at least uh, solidify your standing right there uh, with, with getting yourself into the playoffs with that horrible Pittsburgh loss. But then C.J. Stroud goes down, and, man, that was that head bounced off of that cement over there at MetLife, and it's like, holy smoke, man, that was um, – uh, that, that 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 might be the end of the road right there. For no, the hopefully team. not, man. Hopefully, you know, he. I I know he's in concussion protocol right now, but hopefully he passes it and and everything's fine. And he's able to play next week. The dude still leads the league in passing yards, so you'd like to yeah. think that he's having that MVP caliber of a season. But you know who looked good yesterday? That's right behind. That's that's like chasing the coattails and chasing down CJ Stroud in yards. Who that? Mister, he ain't irrelevant no more, man. Brock Purdy, oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah. San Francisco looks fantastic. I mean, I'm not sure. We'll, we'll get into Dallas and Philadelphia here in just a second. But, I mean, my God, San Francisco looks fantastic, which is setting up a excellent postseason. Uh, we're we're coming to it, man. We're coming to the latter portion of the season and getting us ready and prepped for uh, playoff play. Man. San Francisco, Philadelphia, and uh, Dallas, man. I, I did have Detroit in that 
in that group of four, or I, or I had a group of four for a little bit there, but it looks like those three are the stalwarts of the NFC. And my goodness, man, it's going to be tremendous football going into it. Uh, I I think Philly will hold on to get the bye. They got to play the Giants um, twice in three weeks coming Much up easier. here. So yeah. that's kind of like a gimme game. Dallas's schedule gets pretty rough, man. Um, yeah. You you I mean you could argue that. After beating a team like Philadelphia last night, they can take on anybody in the NFL, man. They look prime for God, I hate to say it. They look prime to, to raise the damn Lombardi, man. It and I, again, I'm I'm not trying to take it just off of one game and be a you know a, a prisoner of the moment here, but they looked good against Philly last time. They look Phil they look great, they look pretty damn good against Philly in Philadelphia. And somehow Philly was just able to come away with that win. Uh, I think Pollard ran for almost 150. Uh, on Philadelphia in the first game. Um, just things, for some reason, things didn't click in the first game for Dallas, and Philly was able to to, to sneak out of there um, with a win. Uh, but not last well, night. Not they, last night. Dominating. Dominating. I'll, I'll tell you, the difference was um, three things. Three things. In that first game, the Cowboys defense forcing three turnovers. They didn't get a damn one of them or fumbles. They didn't get a damn one of them. Last night, they forced three, and they got every damn yep. one of them. And the thing about it was, you know, I had a couple of guys blowing me up last night, and it's like, well, that def defense ain't that good. Philadelphia's going right down the field. I'm like, yeah, they're going right down the field, but Dallas is taking the ball away when they're going right down the field. And that's a massive difference right there. And, and you, you know, the balance. I mean, Pollard, 59 yards. Rico Dowdle. I, I thought Rico Dowdle was out yesterday. I saw him very questionable before the ball game. 46 yards for him. So you had a you had good balance right there. I mean, the de the defense was a key right there. And and with with Micah Parsons, I mean, Micah Parsons just continues to amaze. I saw I saw something online where at the end of the game they're walking up the tunnel right there at AT and T, and Jerry Jones is right behind is right behind Micah. And he tells Micah, he goes, "Hey, Micah, sick my ass." <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Jones. Dude, oh, the, Jerry. the line on this was three, Rodney. And Dallas gave a beatdown of a differential of 20, man. 33 to 13. Commanding victory. I mean, they were in command the entire time. Uh, Philly had had some moments, but it wasn't anything that was going to woo you to be like, oh, all right, well, there goes Dallas's lead. Um, no, uh, it was it was Dallas being dominant from First quarter till till the finish, man. Um, if, if if you're a Dallas Cowboy fan, you try not to get too big on this win, but it's hard not to, right? Because you've seen all the pundits say, well, I mean, you know, they beat up on the 500 teams, but they don't, you know, w when they struggle against top tier teams or league or teams that are in the, you know, the top portion of the league, they, they usually give up the L. Well, they didn't last night. And it wasn't like you might be able to even come up with that narrative again if, they struggled throughout the game and then yeah. one maybe in like dramatic fashion with like three points at the end of the game. This was a beatdown. Philly was never even in this game. Yeah. I, I think if, or they were, if, excuse me, when, when at the kickoff, they were there for zero the to zero. That. Yeah. And, and just like, I'm, I'm still just so impressed with Dak Prescott. I mean, I love how they were breaking down last night, the footwork thing. And, and that's the, that's the really big change in him. The whole, the whole two-step one, two, run or pass, whatever's going to happen. Make the play happen. He's not sitting there with happy feet and then, you know, getting his ass sacked all the time. Yeah, and he, then, he only got sacked three times last night. I mean, yeah, but, yeah. And, and that's going to happen against Philly. Like, Philly's got a pretty damn good front forward rush. They just got an awful secondary. And, and Dak, man, almost 300 yards, clean game, two touchdowns. Uh, Ferguson, we talked about it, man. Ferguson being able to get uh, get busy and, and unlock the middle of the field, and it opens up everything else, dude. Pollard looked fantastic, I thought. Dallas's line played fantastic last night. Besides the three sacks, I thought Dallas did a pretty damn good job. Well, and it, and it was one thing that, that I saw last night, because, you know, with the tush-push and everything, how about the tush-push finally getting a, a penalty on it? Um, I, I mean, it's aiding the runner. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. But the the one thing the one thing that that I kind of noted last night was I saw Dallas on a, on a fourth uh, I think it was a fourth and two or fourth and one I don't know what they did, and what they did is they, they they didn't line up in any of that fancy shit they didn't put anybody back there to push anybody they just you you had an offensive line surge the offensive line surged the front four or six I guess it was at that time of uh, the Eagles yeah five but they dialed up when they brought six. yeah yeah just blew them off the line of scrimmage. 
And it's like, okay, that's an old school tush push right there. That's controlling the line of scrimmage that we talk about, the hog mollies that you talk about. You get over there and, and you just control. And, you know, that left side of the offensive line, like they were noting last night, you know, on, on the pro football focus, one and one, those two dudes right there. That tells you how good that line is right there. I mean, Dallas really does. I mean, they look solid with Ferguson. I saw a couple of different times last night, Jake Ferguson, I mean, vaulting, kind of kind of reminded me of old Jake, Jason Witten a little bit last night, a couple of different times. I mean, that, that dude is coming into his own, and isn't it funny? Right now, you, you don't really miss Dalton Schultz that much, like we thought in the beginning of the season that, that we were missing Dalton Schultz. Is... No, I mean, when you're getting, when you're getting performances like, Ferguson that's I mean hell I think was he tops yeah he was tops in catches yeah. and tops in yards too so. five for 72 five yeah. for 72 or no sorry uh, uh Lamb still tops in receptions but still yeah. still man these guys one hell of a one hell of a damn combo I mean and hell Michael Gallup showing up yeah you know what I mean? a touchdown yeah we had a Michael Gallup sighting last night yeah it's like where'd when that everything dude starts from? to click like that the Dowboys, the Dowboys, the Dallas Cowboys seem to be destined to win, right? Um, yeah. What? A, who does Philly have the? Does Philly have the best offensive line in terms of unit? They got Kelsey there. They got Lane Johnson. And by the way, that matchup last night, Johnson versus uh, uh, versus Parsons. Holy, I mean, oh, that, man. if you guys are if you guys are into trench warfare, that was one hell of a battle last night. Seeing those two animals go yeah. at it man um Dude. really good matchup if you like uh defensive and offensive line play um as i like to call it trench warfare uh anyways but they look they you know those two might be the best offensive linemen in well i can't say that i think i think philly as a unit are the best offensive line right now i mean they're just so damn dominant dude but I'm not trying to take anything away from from Dak, man. Dak, Dak's offensive line last night looked fantastic, dude. Zach Martin and the boys, well done, man. Well done. Yeah, yeah I, I really do think that that you look at this, you know, with with Philadelphia and Dallas, they they are they are both really good in in a lot of places. Who has the best oh. offensive line? Yeah. I think Dallas does. I mean, I, I, right now, right now, that's the whole thing. I mean, this can change. This can flip. This could do a Florida State. <laughs> really, really, really quick. You know, one or two guys go down, but you know the other the other thing, kind of what I'm leading to right there is, is Philadelphia and Dallas both do a lot of things really good. But when you look at San Francisco, San Francisco does everything really good. I mean, th those dudes, man, that that is San Francisco. Holy shit! I don't think anybody's gonna nobody's gonna go in their building and beat them. And 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 by the way, it's speaking good. who invited who invited Greg McAllister to the party? Greg, we said this on Sunday. You got like we're about to send you a, a shit sandwich down there and and where are you, Brett? Are you in Hawaii? You kept saying Aloha the other day too. Are you hey, in Hawaii? He, he must be in Hawaii. He must be in Washington. He might Get be in together, Washington. Greg. Remember the Alamo Bowl. Remember air the Alamo Bowl. I, I hear you, Air Penix. Better Greg, in. The show, I in. We appreciate you being here, man. We love the spirit. We love we love the the touting back and that's forth. That's I love for. you getting active in chat. I love everybody getting active in chat. It's fantastic, Rodney. What? what sorry, man. What were you saying? Yeah. I was distracted by great. What, what I was going to say is, we all we speaking of the 49ers, we all get a Christmas present on Christmas Day. I mean, everybody's Santa Claus is coming. Rudolph, all that bullshit. I mean, not bullshit. All that stuff. But do you know that on Christmas Day, on Christmas Day. San Francisco 49ers take on the Baltimore Ravens. On Christmas Day in the morning. Oh, oh, oh. Thank you, Santa Claus, for giving that me That is a little I bit want. of a gift. That's going to that, be That's got to suck, though. To play, I, I, I don't know. Would you want to, would you want to play them on Christmas? Like, would yeah. you, I mean, that, that takes away, that's one of, that is probably the, the biggest holiday. I don't know, 4th of July. I like 4th of July a lot because of the food. But besides that, 4th, Besides Fourth of July, Christmas is my favorite fucking holiday. It's not. It's not Thanksgiving. I'm not really big on the food for Thanksgiving, man. Um, but Christmas, dude. Christmas is when everybody gets together. You got bowl games going on. But would you want to play on Christmas Day? Because I mean, you got basketball. You got the Christmas Day game, which that's usually when everybody thinks they're it's all or basketball. The, yeah. 
the you know the uh, the novice watchers of of the NBA start you know following following hoops or the NBA hoops at least on yeah. Christmas Day. But are you big on the Christmas Day games? And I know it's been going for a little bit here. I mean, hell, Premier League they do Boxer Day to where it's um it's not exactly on Christmas. It's the day after Christmas where you you know they call it Boxer Day because that's where all the the store people uh, have to box up returns and yeah. stuff like that. So they I don't know. I guess that's what they call it. I don't know how I know English history and English culture, but I do somehow. So cultured swine. Yeah. All right, my yeah. guy. Um, well, I think it sucks for the players. I mean, it's it sucks for the players because because I, I can tell you what usually happens around here on Christmas is, you know, we we do whatever. You, you know, there's the whole morning thing. You know, when Santa Claus comes, because we still do that even with grown kids. Go caroling. Oh God, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> No, uh-uh. no. I, I did it one time. I did it one time, and by the time we were done, I was so shit-faced. I couldn't remember the names of any of them fucking songs. So it's like, that. that's the way that I got out of it. My, my wife is like, uh, at, the t- at the time the church we were going to, I like embarrassed a bunch of them, and, and my wife was like, we're going to have to change churches because of the way you acted. I'm like, I'm sorry if I forgot the words. I'm sorry if I forgot the words. <laughs> so, if you forget the words, you just hum them, man. You don't make up words or insert words. You just well, that was the thing. Words. I was making up words, and yeah. and it's like uh, well, I know how, I know how the booze gets. The booze just puts words in there, so it does. Can't be man. doing that in Christmas carols, man. You'll be doing you know Jingle Bells, Batman Smells, Joker Leg and Neg, and all that type of bullcrap. Yeah, yeah, going around yeah. doing that stuff. Uh, Anyways, yeah. man, I, I haven't gone Christmas caroling in a while, dude. But I think what we're gonna do next week um, is take. Take the doggo here and go looking at Christmas lights and stuff like that, man. She, the dog, for some reason, still yeah. still likes to go see uh, Christmas lights for some reason. She likes all the blanking stuff here. Yeah, that's cool. My kid, not so much, but the dog does. So, anyways, yeah. man. Well, it's 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 a big it's a it's kind of a double big time around here because oh and, and I actually need to talk to you and 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 BK. I promise I'm not getting into this. I need a one one day a week off. But on Friday, Friday morning, eight thirty. You're, you know what? You're you're starting to become high maintenance. Load management, man. It's load management, this dude. LeBron, this, this LeBron guy here. Get this. Friday morning, eight thirty, Denton, Texas, University of North Texas. We start saving money because one of my kids graduates college. So talking about congratulations, man. That's huge. Yeah, and, right. Congratulations that, to you and Tracy too, man. That's that that's pocketbook. That's one pocket hell of an book is like. One down, one hell of an accomplishment. White flag in the air. One down, one to go. No, we're excited. How did the horns get the horn in Oklahoma? Well, we didn't play in Oklahoma. We played at a neutral site, so yeah. You could argue that that's probably even worse. I don't know. So, what'd you think of the Heisman? I mean, I think the right dude won. I did too. So, I think, I think. Bo Nix, and you go back to that Pac-12 championship game, right? I think Bo Nix played decent statistically, um, but you can't lose to the same team twice, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how much that was factored into the Heisman final voting, but I figure, you know, people were pretty much, you know, taking that into consideration or, or the fact that they lost, that he couldn't get one on Penix. And I, and I know it's kind of unfair to put the put the quarterbacks head to head, but I mean, in this type of narrative, it's hard not to, right? Um, even though Knicks goes up against Washington's defense and Penix goes up against Oregon's defense, it's still when you have two Heisman candidates squaring off in the same in the same conference, and oh, by the way, it's the conference championship. It's yeah. hard not to make this a you know a head to head thing, um, but. Anyways, that might have been some of the criteria that the committee looked at uh, or the Heisman voters looked at. Um, Nick's played decent. I just don't think he, like, if he would have put 400 yards up, man, and and still took the loss, that would have been something else, right? Like three touchdowns and one interception and 400 yards. It's hard to to not give him the Heisman there. Um, And then on the flip side of that, the other side of the field, Penix Jr. got the win, got the dub, but he didn't 
light it up. Like I, right. I said going into the game, he would have to have what I was just talking about with Bo Nix, you know, 350, touching on 350 and, and creeping on uh, creeping on 400, lights out 300 or, or three touchdowns, no interception, no interception. He had to be clean, um, but that didn't happen, right? Johnson, I mean, Johnson got busy. And also, like, you could you could possibly argue that Penix has the best wide one of the best wide receiver rooms in college football, right? Absolutely. Like that, those three are, are fantastic, and then Johnson is is pretty damn formidable in the backfield too. So um, I, I think Bucky Irvin's the best running back in the Pac-12, but I mean Johnson's right there with him, man. Uh, both of these running backs should be playing on Sundays, dude. And a lot of these a lot of these studs from both of these teams are going to be playing on Sundays as well, man. Uh, Jaden Daniels though. I mean, what, what don't you love about this guy? Yeah. Dude comes over from transfer from Arizona State, able to learn the offense very damn uh, efficiently and, and fast, uh, able to take it on and, and lead the Bayou Bengals to a, a, a decent season in the SEC. Anytime, I mean, I can't give you a you know a moral victory speech here because anytime you're not winning the championship, I can't really back that. But you put up the numbers to put yourself in in you know, contention to be a first round draft pick. Um, there is a lot of quarterbacks coming out this year. We'll see where he actually ends up, where Jaden Daniels ends up, but there's a good possibility that he could be a first round pick. Now, I, I, I don't think he's first round potential, but I mean, hell man, people reach. Hey, you know, Wags, I just sent you a screenshot of a text um, that I found on Saturday night from Blue Bloods Bias. Not really going to throw out the handle, but that that's that's what it's called. I don't I don't know how to pull stuff up here. I need to learn that part. I, it's way long. I'm not going to read it, but it gives all the reasons why it was the wrong decision for for him for for Jaden Daniels to win the Heisman Trophy and and what it really comes down to. This this is for the best player in college football. And okay. the the argument is going to be, um, yeah, but it's always a quarterback. It's a quarterback award, whatever. Well, you, you know, the, be that as it may, this dude was a – you take this guy, and I know, I know they're not in the college football playoff, but you take this dude off of that team, and they're not in the – they're – I mean, they're six, six wins. I mean, he, he means that much to his team. The, the whole fact is – the whole fact is – Talking about Penix and, and Bo Nix and, and Mercedes Harrison and all these guys, the fact that this dude isn't in the college football playoff conversation, hasn't been in the college football playoff conversation, was one in three against, if you want to call them quality opponents. The fact that he was in the mix tells you what he means to his team. This is definitely the dude that should have won the award. I mean, there, there's no question about this whatsoever. What Do you think Jordan Travis should have got a nod? Well, I, I think didn't he finish fifth or sixth? Yeah, I thought he should have been up over Marvin Harrison Jr. Like I, I didn't think Marvin Harrison Jr. Like give him the Bolitnikoff Award, but I like I don't know how you can give Marvin Harrison Jr. like any type of candidacy for the Heisman, right? Like it's the best player on your team, or well, hell, I mean Marvin Harrison Jr. is the best player on the damn team there. I, I thought. I don't know. I thought his his rating was a little bit too high. Him being the fourth, you know, touted candidate or whatnot. Um, I just thought that was just a lot of a lot of marquee name hype, so to speak. Uh, yeah. Anyways, I, I thought they, I, I thought the the committee and, and the voters got it right, dude. Uh, shout out to all of them. I mean, all three of the the dudes were fantastic, man. But Jaden Daniels, Jaden, it's not just what he did with his arms, too. It's what he did with his yeah. legs. I mean, yeah, he, really he's is. third. He's third with his his with passing yards or whatnot. But still, I mean, what what the guy was able to do, um, you know, with his feet too. I mean, and it's like you said, you take you take Jaden Daniels off LSU. I don't think LSU is anywhere close to what they did this year. Yeah, and and, and like what what Jake is talking about right here. Uh, I think I got the wrong one. Um, he 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 was talking he was talking about he was talking about where where the Heisman race was a little. Uh, yeah, you know, maybe not, whatever. But I think that kind of explains college football in general this year, where we talked about all the parity. And, I mean, right here towards the end, you know, we're still talking about who's the best. 
where in the years past, it's always one do one clear cut guy. You know who's going to win the Heisman, and they and they just happen to invite three or four other dudes just because they have to do that. There's one team that stands out from everybody, and this year there's hell six or seven. I mean, you know, 40, so, like forty touchdowns, four interceptions. Like that's that's fantastic. Like that's that's a fit. That's overly efficient football. That's that's taking care of the ball. I mean that ratio right there. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's not the 40 touchdowns that impresses me. It's the four interceptions, only four interceptions. Like, yeah. if you're throwing that much and you have 40 touchdowns and, and you know, maybe maybe 15 interceptions, like, I would I would say if you're throwing that many touchdowns, 15 interceptions or 10 interceptions is, is acceptable. Four. Four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and to, to Cooter's point right here, uh, would Texas still, where would they be without Devondre Sweat? Would they be, you know, win the Big 12 in the playoffs? Um, maybe not. Where where was the strength of the Texas defense? The front line. I mean, the front, those two dudes so, were amazing. In the mean, games, are you going to sit here and tell me, are you going to argue that Sweat was a two-way player? Huh? <laughs> Are we going to have this conversation? That's right. Murphy, are we going to say Murphy and Sweat were two-way players? You know what? I, I'm taking it back. Sweat should have won because he was one hell of a fullback. And, he, and, he, and, and the caught one touchdown, touchdown. Caught a touchdown. Caught a touchdown. That's it. Jaden Daniels, this is bullshit. Tavondre Sweat should have won the fucking Heisman. This is bullshit. <laughs> you know what? Um, I'm calling Governor Abbott. and two-way we're gonna players. We're going to sue the Heisman hey, committee. What happened, what happened to that Abbott drop I had in here, man, with the feces? Feces. You can't go around stepping in feces all the time. Feces. <laughs> oh, yeah. I will find it, damn it. I will find it. I I know I emailed it. I know I emailed it. I'll find yeah. it. I'll do it yeah. again. It's, feces. It's, it's got to be somewhere. It's got to be You're going to call Greg Abbott. That's all you're going to get is feces. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. He he's got other things to worry about. He he he's probably not going to take my call. He's two like, way oh. players, man. We got to get all right. Sweat. How did we not argue for that? Sweat. Two way player, man. Give him the Heisman. That's right. That's right. Amazing, amazing out of the backfield. Great hands. You can't come on. You can't be serious. I love the dude too, man. But they got it right, bro. They got it right. Jaden Daniels. Jaden Daniels, a guy. Jaden Daniels is a guy. Hey, did you hear almost, almost four thousand yards? Yeah, granted, I'm excuse me, I'm rounding up about a hundred, but almost uh, or a little over a hundred, almost you know four thousand yards, forty touchdowns, and four interceptions. Yeah, yeah, dude, and and and, and just magical with his legs too, man. So I, I don't yeah. know. It's hard to it's hard to not award him the Heisman Trophy. Yeah, that's exactly right. He's the best player. He's the best player in football. Yeah, and there it is, right there. There's a bottom line. I mean, it's you know, it's that that, that right. was yeah. In, in the dominant year that Sue had in 09, you can't give it to like. There's no way, man. When I think of the when I think of the best defensive lineman of the year or the best year that a defensive lineman had, it's got to be Sue in 09. Yeah, and, and yeah. it's probably the. I mean, maybe it also sticks into my head that. Colt goes down that year too. So, and it's from Sue. So, yeah. I mean, damn, man, it's yeah. Well, Sue just in 2009, I got, I still have Sue in my head from that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, so, and Cooter, and Cooter is, Cooter is right. I mean, the whole, with the decision, I mean, the, the way it happens again, this is, this is people voting. I mean, it's like, you know, every, it seems like every time we have any kind of vote, in this country regarding it's not, anything. It's not a committee. It's not done by a committee yeah, here. It's not, yeah. it's not people that could be saying, oh, well, what about this guy? Uh, you know, yeah. we got to keep these people happy. No, this is, it's it's popular vote, man. It's, it's done by That's the right. people here and it's all come in, dude. Well, That's right. by the voters, the people that are allowed to have a vote. But yeah, man. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I said it the other day, you know, opinions are like assholes. We all have one. And that's and that's exactly what happens right there. Certainly not calling those writers and people assholes. Nope, I'm not talking about Chip Brown. He's my buddy. Jesus. So, yeah. or, uh, Rodney, my God, called you Jeff Howe, man. This is make, me, this is make, me go, make me go all over the place. All right, hey, we still got two football games to talk about tonight. But before we do that, let's talk about Covert, man. Yeah, we got to talk about Covert because I'll tell you, that's some of the best people that you're going to find serving uh, Central Texans since 1909. 
new and pre-owned cars, trucks, SUVs. They are going to be the folks nowhere else to go. Go to covertbeecave.com. Take the drive out there, a beautiful bee cave out there in the uh, central Texas Hill Country, 42 acres, three state-of-the-art dealerships nestled out there, tucked away, and that is a great-looking dealership. And if you're looking for, I mean, seven different brands out there, seven different brands of Buicks, GMCs, Cadillacs, Chryslers, Dodge, Jeeps, and Rams. The Fords and the Chevrolets are north over in Hutto. Go check that out right there. Hop them, hop them, hippos. The Fords and the Lincolns, old school in Austin on Research 183. Covert B Cave also services all makes and models of said cars, trucks, SUVs, new and pre-owned. 86 state-of-the-art service bays right there. Minimal weights. You're not going to spend the day at the dealership. Let them take care of all of that maintenance for you. Also, covertbcave.com is the place to go for weekly specials, sometimes daily specials. I also do invite you to follow Covert B Cave on Facebook because my man Dan Covert will pop up stuff on there where he's like, hey, I've got three whatevers. And then, like I've said in the past, and you go back and you look about, you know, two hours later, and it's like, oh, sorry, guys, they're all gone. So check them out on Facebook, Covert Cave, but covertbcave.com, your weekly specials right there. And, of course, being holiday period time. And um, now's a really good time to buy a vehicle if you're going to buy a vehicle. So check out covertbcave.com or just go see them. The Covert family doing it since 1909. Nobody beats Covert deal. Not now. Sure as hell, not ever. And also, we want to remind you about our friends at Audiovisual Consultations. Right now, you might be looking for the perfect holiday gift or Christmas gift or Hanukkah gift, whatever you might need. Um, or maybe a loved one is asking you what you want. And instead of, you know, saying, oh, you know, I'd like a, you know, a gift card to somewhere or something like that. Why don't you give them the number of 512-255-8678. It's the perfect gift for this time of year, man. Uh, you're going to have some holiday, you know, family over, some holiday guests over, and you want to have, you know, some some holiday music. But with that Sonos surround sound system, you can do that with AV consultations. Audiovisual consultations have been setting the standard in audiovisual automation in Austin, Central Texas area over the past 35 years since 1988. Again, if you're going to have that holiday, you know, party or whatnot, you can have that Sonos surround sound system here and you can be listening to Bing Crosby in one room and then Nat King Cole in the other and Mariah Carey downstairs, man. All done that, all by doing that with the Sonos surround system with audiovisual consultations. It's fantastic. I got to upgrade to it. You guys got to upgrade to it as well. 512-255-8678. That's avconsultations.com. And then Wags and I show up at your door knocking and start caroling. And you Jingle turn bells, you turn that Sono system way up. What's your, my so my favorite. And I, uh, I got to get in. We got to rate our favorite Christmas songs too, man. That's and good. oh, by the way, like people people been slamming Mariah Carey, like the Christmas collection by Mariah Carey for a couple of years. Um, sign me up. Put her in that red Santa outfit all damn day and let me listen to her, baby, because it's fantastic, man. I can't get enough of it. I ain't got no problem. Oh, with Santa, it. won't you help me, please? Uh, I mean. I mean, what what gets me is is just a- after a while, I just get tired of hearing them. You know, it's like g- give it to me in doses. You know, it's like g- give me doses of it. It's like listen, it's, I'm, maybe I'm just in the minority, dude. But I listen to them holiday music or Christmas music all year, or not all year, but all month long. As soon as like I I'm I'm chomping at the bit for December first to come around, and my wife, you know, she she kind of goes nuts about this. She goes, "We're not really listening to this stuff all month long," and I'm like, "Yeah." Yeah, it is. We got the Bluetooth features for a reason, and my phone's playing on. You got, especially when you're, play, you know, setting up the tree and everything. How can you not have holiday music on? The only time I don't have holiday music on is when there's a damn game on. Okay, Wags. I think uh, we have come to we have come to a crossroads right here, where I, I think it's very clear to me that in the month of December, I need to go live with your wife, and you need to come live with my wife. <laughs> we ain't doing white slot, man. I don't. I don't roll that way, dude. <laughs> Because I don't roll that, that way. That, that's the way we are. It's like you know, Rodney's up. Rodney's over here eating upside down pineapples and everything. I ain't got time for it. But we're, we're doing the tree and all that, and they're, they're you know, with, let's turn some Christmas music on. And I'm like, oh, let's put it on the '80s on eight, you know, on Sirius XM. And they're like, no, we can't do that. And I'm like, oh, okay, whatever, you know. How do you? I mean, it's the one, the one month where you can actually justify listening to the Christmas music. Like, how do you not listen to it? You got to give it its dues. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm just trying to salvage any type of tradition that I have left. Or, you know, it's it, it, it's tough me, to hold on to tradition when my grandparents are gone. You know what uh, I mean? Yeah, when, I, when, I, when I, those I, were the the 
anchors of my tradition. So. Yeah, yeah. For me, I got one left. I got one grandma left, man. She's she's amazing, fantastic. Yeah. For me, it's like once you get around like around the fifteenth. When you get it, when you get about halfway out, that's when I'm like, all right, let's go. You, you know, th then I'm ready. I mean, it. Give it to me all month long, man. Nah, Give it to well, me all month long. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, I, I need to adapt. I need to get better with that. So uh, no, it's not a bad thing. Yeah, working in retail in college ruined Christmas music for me. Double D. Oh man, I bet because that. I remember when you actually had to go out and shop all the time. Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer by DMX. Now, mine's probably Bing Crosby and David Bowie, uh, Little Drummer Boy, Little Drummer Boy by by those two. I think that's a pretty damn good rendition by that duo. Yeah. Um, that one's hard to beat. That one's yeah. pretty damn hard to yeah. beat. That is good. Hey, Wags, I do want to ask you before we before we get to, to Monday the, Night Football. You want to talk about Monday Night Football before we get to that? I, I do. Okay. I do. I, I don't. I don't want to throw you off here, but. Um, Patrick Mahomes, your thoughts, dude. He's the NFL is going to allow him the wine like this, right? He's Patrick Mahomes, dude. He's the golden boy. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, it seems like he's always been kind of whining about stuff, but yeah, it's you know, to each his own, dude. He's finally going to get called out for it. Um, and again, of course, it's on the officiating, right? Um, yeah. Clearly, all side like the the yeah. dude was clear. You got to have seven, you got to have, or at least that's what I thought the rule said. You have to have seven up on the line. Or well, excuse the, dude, me, uh, the dude's uh, whole foot was past the football. I mean, it's like, come on, Tony, Kadarius. And I mean, that's a whole different conversation. I mean, that dude, what in the hell? What, 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 what's he no, doing? I mean, that's, that's a, it's called a neutral zone for a reason, right? Like you, ha you have people up on the line. And then if you evade that neutral zone, you know, it doesn't have to be just because you're on the defense, like you can be off sides. And if the, the referees, if you're checking in with the referee and he says, scoop back, scoop back, scoop back, and you're not doing it, you can only get cautioned a couple of times, dude. And what, you're going to blame the referees for not telling you and not, you know, pulling you back? What do you want them to physically pull you back on sides? That's hogwash, man. You can't be doing that shit. Well, and the dude never asked in the first place. I mean, that that's the whole other part. They, they figured out. I mean, it's one thing. It's one thing if they tell you wrong. But he never even looked over there. He lined himself up. So it's like, uh, dude, shame on you. Shame on your guy. Your guy is the one that messed up. Big Kadarius Tony. What has he done Big lately? Magic Johnson. What, what, what has he done? What is Big Magic Johnson? What has he done? We're we're finally getting all the sounders back, man. We gotta get the we gotta get the feces sounder, damn it. Gotta get the feet. Why am I holding up tweezers instead of my spinner? I, I got a spinner. I went and found one of my my kids' spinners. It's the Batman yeah. spinner. Ah, you know I mean? yeah, Because yeah. I just sit here and fidget instead yeah. of like typing, and, and I don't want people to sit here and, and he, hear me, you know, jamming the keyboards. You know what I mean? Because I just sit here and and I'll tap the keyboard at times. You know, listening to you talk about you know sex stuff and and all that kinds of smut. So I'll sit here and spin stuff. But anyways, man, let's talk about Monday Night Football. You want to talk about they might be Giants first, or you want to talk about the fish? Oh, shit, man. Flip a coin, dude. The, these are both these both have me on the edge of my seat. I, I, I'm, I, I don't know where to start. Well, I'll tell you what. If you have audiovisual consultations, you'd be able to watch both of them at the same time because they'd be able to provide a setup for you to be able to um, get the optimal viewing for Monday Night Football. I mean, you got you got to choose here, Rodney. Well, you got to choose. Well, I, I've got to go. Let's Both go. kicking off at the same time. Let's go with Tennessee and Miami because that's the only one that I can see because I don't get K-View because DirecTV and whoever are in some kind of dispute. Uh, I guess I can watch it on Hulu if I really want to. But Yeah, we, that's that's a reach around. That's the reach around. Yeah. 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 And or see, do you have YouTube TV yet? I do have. I got that. rid of all of it. I got rid of. I got rid of Directv. I said, you know what? I'm I'm done. Like, if you can't do a simple contract, um, sorry, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm not yeah. doing business with you. You when, don't hold when, up your end of the bargain. I'm not going to hold up my end of the bargain. When I'm my out. contract is over, uh, I'm definitely going to do that because are you locked new. in? Uh, I think I've got like four months left. You can't. You I'm, can't leave. Like I, you, you got to pay know. a penalty I'm, if you're locked in. I haven't tried. Honey, I'm I don't pretty know. sure you can get out of that contract. Well, and the whole thing is, I wasn't familiar with all the apps and all that. Then when I got this other TV installed, this great buddy of mine job. told me, use the apps. It's for your job, Rodney. That's true. That's true. Tell him Batman's coming. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it Thank was. Thank you. 
Say, hello, this is Robin, bitches. Hello, this is Rodney. Hello, this is Sharon from Sales. By the way, your account's screwed. Thanks, Sharon. Appreciate you. All right. Yeah. Let's go with the Green Bay Packers and the New York Giants. The New York Giants have been playing a little bit well as of recently. I'm actually on a futures bet here to where I got the Giants on on a loss here. I, I need the Giants, you know, finishing under four. Um, but it looks like they're gonna they might reach that. I also need the Jets to beat out the Giants for a two-way play here with a, a side bet. So if I do that, I collect another 200 bonus in my cat in my uh my pocket here. Um anyways tonight Jordan Love's been playing impressive. I know that that Tommy DeVito baby. I know that Tommy DeVito has been playing fantastic too but Jordan Love is has been lighting up the um or, or at least, you know, lighten up the stat books uh, for the past two weeks. Uh, finding Watson a few times, having Dobbs be able to get yeah. busy with it. Um, it looks like it looks like the Packers are starting to put some stuff together here. We'll yeah. see if they are able to, to stop the the momentum that the Giants have been on as, of the past two weeks, but or the past week, rather. But anyways, man, the Giants have been playing some decent football. I don't know how well it's going to hold up tonight against the Packers, man. I like the Packers tonight. I agree. I agree with that. And and I heard some conversation, um, you know, late in the week last week, we're talking about the Packers, how they ha- kind of have turned the corner somewhat right there saying, I mean, they're a better team right now with Jordan Love than they were last year with Aaron Rodgers, you know, so oh, that's, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if I can buy that. That's 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 a bold statement. That's a damn. Well, I bold didn't say it. I didn't. I know. It. I know. I know you didn't say it, but that's a damn bold statement. I don't know but if that, I can buy that one. They might get themselves in the playoffs, and that's weird. I mean, that's that's weird. It's what, like the Packers. Yeah, yeah. I think the, I thought you I thought you mentioned the Giants at first. I was like, Whoa. no, no, no. no. Like, my guy's no. sipping on something. I'm coming over to smoke whatever you're smoking, man. No. That's for sure. they're, they'll be in the Caleb Williams playoffs. They're not. They're not going yeah. to be. In the, um, yeah, they're they're not getting Caleb Williams. So the Bears have a predicament. Like, and we'll we'll get into this after we break this down. Hell, we only have two minutes, but um, all right. So. Giants are favored six. Uh, Green Bay's spotting the Giants six here. I think the Giants, they they don't get nowhere near it. I think the uh-uh. Packers win in, in dominating fashion tonight. Packers might be good for ten tonight. Um, yeah, yeah. I know yeah. it's in the or I know it's in New Jersey, but still, the Packers might be good for ten. All right, let's go to this other game tonight. The Titans and the Fish, man. Uh, Miami favored by fourteen here. That's a lot of points, even though it's the Titans. That's still a lot of points. Here's the thing, though, about the Titans. Um, they can stick with you as long as they're close and and or even if they have the lead, they can they can keep their offense flowing, right? I don't think they have the offensive firepower to come from behind, and that's what's gonna happen when you're going up against the fish because they got one of the most explosive offenses in the NFL here. Yeah. Uh, Henry, he can run, you know, you know, beat the the breaks off the defense or whatnot. Um, but it's gotta be a close game. If that's the case and and you gotta, you know, evade the run so to speak and just play one-dimensional football because you come you, you know you've already allowed a, a 14 to nothing lead uh with five minutes remaining in the first quarter your your game plan's kind of shot and uh you know sorry variable if that's the case because you're not going to be winning tonight and that 14 points might turn into 21 points that being said though 14 points is still a large amount of points to cover in the nfl if there's any team that can do it it's probably the dolphins right now i just yeah. I can't I, I can't touch it, man. I can't. That's still a lot of points for me right now. I can't touch it right now. Yeah, and and somehow, somehow Tennessee has to find a way to keep that quarterback upright, man. That that that's another guy that is just getting. I mean, Will Levis. Yeah, Will Levis, man. That that dude is getting bombarded and getting beat up, and that that's going to be the thing. If if this, you're not going to go score for score with Miami if you're Tennessee. I mean, if you get into that, you are in trouble. You might they as well just, just... They don't have the pieces to do it. Yeah, hang the shit up and, and call it good, because it's not going to happen. And I think this is a, a, another where Miami could, uh, Miami could just hang a whole bunch of points on them. And, and, and at some point, I mean, we get Dallas and Miami here in, in, a, in a couple of weeks after Dallas gets Buffalo. So we're about to find out here. Um, Miami-Dallas game is going to be a lot of fun. But I just don't really see Tennessee able to keep up here tonight, dude, unfortunately. I, I like Tennessee, but I, I just don't see it happening. Tyreek Hill has 1481, 1,481 yards. 
there is a damn good show. I mean, that's $500. I mean, almost $500, a little over $500 from $2,000. There's a damn good chance that this dude could get 2,000 yards this year. I'm trying to see what his schedule is remaining. The Dolphins. Uh, I know they got the Cowboys. I know they've got the Cowboys in there. Now that's going to be a fun matchup. How about Stephon Gilmore last night? And that's Stephon Gilmore. You you know you know do you know how that happened? So apparently before the apparently before the game or during the game, AJ Brown called him an old man. Stephon Gilmore said, "Watch this." <laughs> how about that? All right. So the Dolphins have Tennessee tonight. Then they got the uh, the Jets next week. That's going to be kind of tough. So you got to think that Sauce Sauce will probably be matched up on Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But even then, like I still think Tyreek Hill wins that battle against Sauce Gardner, right? Uh, and then you got Dallas, Dallas. like you just mentioned, um, the aforementioned Cowboys, and then you have Baltimore right after that, and then Buffalo. So it's the, the the strength of schedule gets pretty tough for the fish here after yeah. the Titans. There's still a damn good chance that Tyreek Hill could get 2,000 yards. I mean, yeah. he only needs like 500 with with you know those four teams remaining. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he, he could close in on it, man. One thirty pop, one thirty a game, dude. You get one thirty a game. And 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 the way that you that you mentioned that schedule right there for Miami, and, and I mean, kind of going back to Dallas, is like, man, we're about to find out with these two because the the, the comparisons for me between the two are, are are very much the same. You know, with the the lower quality opponent, the amount of wins and all that, the way these offenses are high tempo and all this other happy horse shit. We're about to find out in the next four weeks how valid both of these guys are. And maybe we get a Super Bowl rematch. 1972, Dallas, 24, Miami, 3. Oh, oh, how about that? That'd be pretty damn good. Only one of those games, though, Rodney, are, are, is outside and up north, and that's Baltimore. Every other game is, well, I mean, the fish play outside, but they're going to be in Miami, right? So it's going to yeah. be a decent climate. You'd think that it'd be decent weather unless it's, like, rainy weather. Yeah. Um, uh, that's that's usually what the like the winter seasons for yeah. the beach or whatnot. It's usually a little bit rainy and not you know not so much snow. A little misty, um, a little misty. Yeah. yeah, a little yeah, a little misty there. Uh, so I think he's got a damn good chance to do this to pull this off, man. Yeah, I think he's going to do it. Hey, speaking of indoor games, how did those dudes? How how did we have a three to nothing ball game inside yesterday? What was that? Bad football, man. God. Bad football, thought, dude. I wouldn't have thought those two teams. I mean, shit. I, I was that's like, what happens. Hey, you want to talk about blue hair before we get out of here? Oh, yeah, that's right. It's probably a good idea. A custom leather furniture company started in 1991. That is our friends at Great Blue Hair and Furniture, focusing on heavy leathers, hides, and fabrics ranging from traditional Western to modern farmhouses. This stuff is unbelievably beautiful. And the quality, you're not going to find any better anywhere else. You cannot and will not find anything more comfortable or better well-built. Right here in the YouTube video, look for the doggo. There's a description down below that takes you to our Texas Sports Unfiltered collection. That's a really cool stuff centered around Texas sports. Really cool stuff. Use the promo code HOOKEM, 15% off of your purchase. You also are going to get a uh, really cool Texas Sports Unfiltered cap as well from our man, BK. If you're looking for furniture that looks amazing and is built to last for decades, you look no further than Great Blue Heron Furniture. Click on that link for more info down below or call them at 866-247-9688. Great Blue Heron Furniture. All right, my guy, let's get out of here and bring the guys on, man, for It's Only an Hour. We welcome on Jordan and Jeff. What's up, fellas? How are we doing today? What's up, guys? I've got my uh, my, my ring light going on today, so hopefully it doesn't look like a CD Waco Motel 6, as I've been told my background can look like. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, somebody told me it's the way the lighting was like, dude, you look like you're in a Motel 6 in Waco. I'm like, well, I don't know what the inside of a Motel 6 in Waco looks like. So whoever said that, I'll take their word for it. <laughs> whoever, I would I would advise you to keep that person, whoever said that to you, a little bit, you know, more than just one arm distance away. Because if they know what the hell an inside of a Waco Motel 6 looks like, Jeff, you might want to question the people you roll around with. Or I yeah. might want to question the people I roll around with and roll with you. I I roll, 
Back in college, I rolled around with people who could tell me the intricacies of a pay-by-the-hour joint. So that's, uh, that's what I'm talking about. Hey, Ray, Jeff, some, right. some Ray of the company right. I keep, man. Mm-hmm. Some of the company I keep. Jeff, when I, when I was in Pensacola, when I did those couple of shows from Pensacola, you know, in the hotel room, uh, I never even knew this until I got a uh, got a message on the Twitter, a direct message. And, and the, the dude's asking those pillows behind you, why are they all messed up back there? What the hell are you doing in there? I'm like, I'm fucking sleeping in there is what I'm doing in there. The bed is behind me. <laughs> Sorry. I'll, re- I'll arrange them better next time. Jeez, you ever been in Smith, the goat? You ever been in those hotels where you put a quarter in the bed? <laughs> no. No? Jor- Jordan allegedly has. But good. Jordan, are you serious? <laughs> I can't even legally get a hotel, y'all. <laughs> like, at, least, at least I got that uh, going for me. Jordan's yeah, still like five years away from being able to rent a car without any. Yeah, just, he's got to pay quadruple to get a car. Good, man. Never let it go, dude. Never let it go. Wags, Rodney, it great, great, it's great to see you guys, man. Good to good see job, you guys. We got to get the hell out of here, though, man. I got to I gotta run. So you guys have a great day, man. We got to rock. Thanks, Thanks sir. Watch Chaos Theory. You guys have a good one.